Navigating is no joke. There's rough waters and rocky terrains in this world. And on this week's episode, we're digging into seven keys to navigating through life, through the storms, through the valleys, through the mountains. But first, we're talking about the difference when it comes to needs versus wants, and being naive versus being innocent and pure. We hope you love listening to this week's episode and are so glad that you are here. Hello there, I'm Christine James. And I'm Jocelyn DeWitt. And here's the thing, the God who created all the earth did not call you, set you apart, anoint you, and create you to live an ordinary life. He called you to live an extraordinary one. Now, Jocelyn and I, we don't have PhDs. We're, we don't have mega ministries. We're just two anointed ladies uh, oversharing about living devoted in the dailies. Welcome to the conversation. This is Devoted in the Daily. Hello. Hello, hello. Here we go. Happy kick it off. Devoted in the Daily podcast day. Woohoo. Um, we're going alphabetically this season. And we're going to dive in today to the letter N. N. I had to think for a minute. What was I thinking? Okay. Okay. So diving into the letter N, let's just jump straight to some of our favorites. I had a hard time thinking of favorites that I have of N. What about you? I mean, it took me a minute. It took me a hot minute. Um, Naps. I do, I do (laughs) like naps. I'm getting into naps. I never used to be into naps. I like it when my kids nap. Uh, A power nap has a lot of power a lot of power <laughs> i'm learning there's Sometimes, a lot of power to nap gee gee just like a 10 minute nap and my whole world has shifted yeah i did not know that until recently i'm like this is there is something to this it's really it's something real. but i i mean i can't do a long nap in the middle of the day but a 10 to or even just a five minute nap sometimes is pretty pretty powerful yeah, five minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I like nighttime. Do you? Yeah, I really, I'm a night owl. I am not a morning person. Yeah. You are, you're yeah. a morning person. And I love the night. <laughs> I I like to just go, I sometimes even just go out with my headphones on and stand in the middle of my yard in the night and stare at the sky. Oh. Like I just, when all my kids are in bed, I love the night. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My husband's a, a night owl too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's from working in restaurants at night. I just, have, I uh, just liked it. Yeah. What else you got? Um, Nature. Nature. Oh, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Right. I like, that's a good one. Man. Um, okay. So my food for this one, I had to think about this one. What do I like that starts with an N? Napoleon pizza, which is a pizza from Naples. So it's yeah, like. Yeah. Tell us about that. I know Napoleon. You know cream. she's gonna put a Neapolitan. Neapolitan. <laughs> Neapolitan ice cream. Napoleon pizza. I'm sure she'll put a, p- a picture of it, like because she's good like that. Napoleon pizza. It's like a wood fired. Like it's a really Ooh. good dough. It's very airy. It's got a good crust on it. It's got a little bit of sweet. It's a little bit sour. Uh, it's got a crunch. Do and make it in gluten free. Well, theoretically, did you know that in in Europe, in Italy, oh, basically yeah. being gluten-free isn't an issue over there. It's because... not an issue. It's all clean flour. Right. So you just eat all the Napoleon okay. Italian pizza that you want. Go over there. Do you know that my earrings are from Venice, from Italy when I went? Oh, that's cool. One, that's once right. a long blue moon ago. That's on my, I want to visit Naples so bad. Yeah, I didn't make it there, but anyway. Anyway. Sorry. Okay. No, you're good. 
And my last N is nourishment. Really? Surprise, surprise, surprise. No, not surprise. That's good. We know this. Nourishment and of everything. Of in everything. And nutrition, I guess, kind of goes in there. Yeah. Nourishment in your body, soul, mind, mm -hmm. spirit. Ugh. Um, Man. It, I, I, I like, yeah. I, I agree with you on the nourishing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you have any others? No, I agree with all of yours. Okay. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of ends today. Okay. But I'm agreeing. I'm in agreement with all your favorites. Okay. Okay. So we're going to dive into what we're thinking. What are you thinking about? Okay. You're, you, this is when you bring no, it up. You, this, you initiated this thought. Okay, because I brought up the need yeah. and not know. Need need versus want, right? Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Need versus want. I don't know where the no came from. But yes, need versus what we want. And sometimes I think I think about this a lot. Right? Right? When he says, I'll give you everything you need. He doesn't say, I'll give you everything that you want. You'll have everything that you want. That's not what it says. It says, you'll have everything that you need. And I think sometimes we like forget that, you know what I mean? I have to check myself often and say, obviously I don't need it if it's not here because the Lord has made a promise mm -hmm. and he doesn't go back on his word that he will give and provide everything that is needed. You know, it's just a flat out blunt truth. Sometimes though, we like fall into this, like in our flesh or our soul, like we just kind of like decide that we a want might be a need like we negotiate yeah. and try and make a need or a, a want, want a, need. a need yes and then we maybe get it and then assume that god's gonna cover it because we've negotiated it into a need okay <laughs> just see how bad i need this do you see, do you see how much I need this in my life? And then it's there and we don't know what to do with it. Like, is that what you're saying? Like, well, we kind of assume that God's going to cover it because we've convinced ourselves that it's actually a need. Yeah, that's some work. I mean, right. That's some work. Have you ever like used a credit card because you needed something or yeah. you thought you needed something and then turns out like, oops. Yes. Yes. I have. Well, before Christ, I haven't had a credit card with the Lord, but yes. Well, I, good for you. Sometimes <laughs> it's easier said than done. But yes. Um, but it I have done that just with cash. Yeah. Right. And yeah. he's like, you know, and he lets me sit there and kind of so hey. And he's like, Did you need that? Did you need that? Because you didn't need it. And sometimes like it's not always like um a material thing too right no 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 when it comes to like needing maybe something from a person or from a ministry or from a career i don't know there's so many different avenues we could go on right what? But, but I feel like it all goes back to like the garden, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bring us back to that. It all goes back to the garden when mm -hmm. God gave all of this beautiful 
garden full everything that they needed everything they needed and then just gave one instruction okay just don't touch this one tree yeah and then the serpent comes in and starts negotiating and um eve just is a little naive see what she did there naive naive she was and I feel like sometimes we think that naive is like a good thing, like it's, innocence and naive is the same thing, but it really isn't. It reminds me how we talked about ignorance yeah. a couple of weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, it's not good to be ignorant. Yeah. Ignorance is not always bliss. Right. Do you know what I mean? Naive, being naive and choosing to just say, oh, well, I was naive isn't always it. And it's not innocence. No. God, At some point you're held accountable. Right. To be choosing to be naive. Because I think it's a choice. She just like kind of is like, oh, and was so easily convinced mm. by the serpent mm -hmm. with his negotiations. And and Jesus says in Matthew, she's got it. She's got it. Listen carefully. I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Mm. And so when we think about um, the serpent, it, it's communicating subtle and crafty and shrewd, even sneaky almost, right? Like yes. be smart about what you're doing. Yes. Be aware that there's an enemy and you're going to get attacked and do not go vulnerably into these situations. Yeah. You need to be ready and aware and thinking like shrewdly. Yeah, because you think of a serpent, how they're always look, they're scanning every avenue all the time. Like they're not, you know what I mean? They're looking above and around and being sneaky and like, yeah, that's it's a good word. And it's then true. as innocent as doves, the dove represents, you know, it's harmless, it's clean, it's a symbol of, of peace and purity. Yes. And so we are to be above reproach and we should, um, when people look at us, uh, see, see, see that there's that there's nothing that is actually like they can't actually point to anything wrong in our life right 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 to be to be clean yeah yeah no I love that I love that because it really breaks it down you we don't have an excuse to be naive yeah when the Lord is making it very clear that we are to be wise and pure at the same time yeah and he has given us the ability to do both isn't that crazy it's not even it's not even like we don't have the ability. It's like we have the grace, we have the power, we have the Holy Spirit in us to be able to do all of those things, to walk in discernment and to walk in wisdom and to walk by the leading of the Holy Spirit, right? So yeah. walking and choosing to just be naive, it, it ain't the cake. It ain't it. <laughs> it ain't the cake. <laughs> it's, it's not. I just oftentimes think that like I would rather be aware than unaware. Yeah. And I think there's things even happening in the world right now, like we're talking about, that I'm, I'm thankful that the Lord is making me aware. I'm not naive to what is happening in the world because then I can press in in prayer and press into the Lord about what he would have me do. How can I be wise? How can I walk around with a pure heart and a pure mind and um, pure motives? You know what I mean? And ready also. Like I'm actually more equipped because I'm choosing to not be naive right. to what's happening in this world, what's happening in our communities, what's happening, you know, in bathrooms and just different normal everyday situations um, as a mom of young kids. And 
because of that, I get to now go, okay, I'm going to pray different. I'm going to walk different. I'm going to teach them different. I'm going to show them how to walk in authority. I'm going to teach them how to lean on the Holy Spirit to walk and use discernment. And, and that's what we have to do. That's what he's asking us to do. And so um, not being naive is an important thing. Yeah, really. Right. I, you know, and I got to just acknowledge the struggle because this is like the struggle of how do you like learning how to be shrewd while maintaining your innocence? Yes. It's like this, it's a wrestle and it's not clear all the time. No, it's, it's so, and I think here's when we get, when we start focusing too heavy on certain things, when we have no peace, when it becomes an idol, when we start, you know what I mean? Yeah. When all those kind of red flags and they're robbing us of our peace. Mm, that's when, a good word. Right? That's when we know we've taken, we in our flesh have taken it too far. Hmm. You know, and like I was telling Christine this morning, I joined the Twitter and I, the Twitter, the Twitter. <laughs> and, and I have stayed off of the news for years. We're talking years. And the Lord had led me to, to join Twitter. And I was like, I don't want to. But I would rather do that than watch the news, to be honest, and read and get past what I don't want to look at, but go to where the Lord wants me to look at. And like we were having this conversation about what's burdensome about that. Like, does the Lord really want you to look at all these things? And I was talking to the Lord this morning about exactly this. Like, are you sure that you want me to really look at the news? Um, and he said, yes, because you are attuned to whether it's robbing your peace or not. Whereas for a couple of years, you wouldn't have been for a couple of years. You wouldn't have noticed if it was stealing from you, mm -hmm. if it was wearing you down, if it was beating you down, if it was becoming an idol for a couple of years, you wouldn't have been able to, but now like he entrusts me to be able to know, I can't look at that. I got to put it down or I'm going to pray harder or I'm, I'm going to just use it How to not respond. be naive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that that goes for all of us. If the Lord is leading us to, to something we, we need to know how to navigate that which we're going to talk about soon and how to steward it well right you know so well we can navigate right over that conversation right now just we're going to scoot right on over to the navigation to our next segment in uh the devoted in the daily podcast is our devoted discussion navigate we're talking navigation well she's talking navigation she's got Jocelyn's got some good stuff to bring to the navigation table. I don't know. I was thinking about and and God was like navigate. We're we're both in navigation seasons right now. We're and I think everybody's in a navigation season all the time. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? And I say that just for anybody. We're always navigating what they what God is doing, where God is leading, where we're going. If we're in the wilderness, the valley, the mountaintop, like mm. any scenario with the desert, any season that you are in. You were navigating with the Lord. Right. Right. And so I love this for us because I was, uh, I was reading a devotional devotional on the Bible app and it was just good. And I just going to give you like the seven points. It was a seven day devotional. It was like seven points to navigation. It was one for every single day. So I'm just going to hit them out and we're going to talk about them. I'm going to take notes. This is like my favorite. I love the tools. She'll listen to seven points, sister. So it's, so it's weird that because it's like 
roles reversed here. Normally. She's given the point. And here's the funny thing is the Lord navigated me to do this because he was like, you're going to have to bring some tools. And I was like, what? Normally that's Christine's job. He's like, it's your job today. It's her job. So here we go. And I'm going to dig it. Okay. Um, The first one is face it, face when we're navigating, face it with an insurance assurance of who you are and who is at your side. Mm. Number one, your identity in Christ, right? Remember who you are, who you are and who is at your side. So the verse for this one is uh, John 16, 13. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace in the world. You have tribulation and distress and suffering, but be courageous, be confident, be undaunted. Be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished by my victory abiding. And I think sometimes we forget that the like, we're going to face trouble and, you know, and tribulation. We are, it is right. We're told that we are, um, but who's are we and who is by our side and who already has the victory. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. We have to keep that in the forefront of our mind as we talk about navigating, right? Number two. Recognize who you want to please. And I loved this one because I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm trying to navigate that little bit of people pleasing, like gets up in me. It just kind of, yeah. I just want to make sure that everybody's happy yeah, and that everybody is like cool with what choices I'm making and where mm-hmm. I'm going. And is it going to affect you? And, but the reality is, is the only one I am called to please is him. Well, Yes. I feel like, like we do have to consider those around us. Right. But I mean, yeah. in the trigger of a people pleasing scenario, yes. do you know what I mean? Sometimes I have to go back to the root of right. the of like the Lord's will is perfect and he knows how it's going to affect everybody. Yep. Right. So I need to just focus on him because I know that he has everybody covered. Mm, that's do you know? <laughs> so he has everyone covered and everybody thought about yeah he's he's what's the word he's accounted for everyone that i'm going to encounter or be a part that's good it's going to influence yeah right all the details yeah yeah um i cannot do anything on my own i judge as god tells me therefore my judgment is fair because i carry out the will of the one who set me and not mine john 5 30 i carry out the will of him who sent me and not my own will yes being about the father's business Mm. i'm about my father's business you know what i mean yeah i love this when we are focused on pleasing the father god will affirm us as he did jesus the affirmation will be a security for our soul service and anchor in the midst of storms god will affirm us he will affirm us okay i'm holding on to that i i i love that yeah. Do you know? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm appreciative. And he does. Like, I feel even in the midst of some confusion or like lack of, as I'm like wrestling on certain decisions mm-hmm. um, and crying out for certain needs that haven't been met. Right. Um, how he is faithful and he just does. He, he creates the encounters and yes. brings someone in or just has has like a email come through or a phone call 
is made or like, you know, like constantly the affirmation does show up. And even if it's not full of like straight up answer, there is affirmation in the action. Yes. Yes. And we just have to have the eyes to see it. Mm -hmm. I think and removing our expectation of what God's affirmation looks like. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes we're like, well, I want to X, Y, and Z. And he's like, right. I know what your heart needs. Yeah. And I'm feeding your heart, not your flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sometimes I, or your ego. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I have to be a little bit corrected like that. Yeah. Like I'm keeping your heart in line, not your flesh in line. I'm sorry. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Okay. So cool. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yes. I'll take it. Um, Principle three, identifying where you want to go. Jesus said, well, I know where I come from and I know where I'm going. John 8, 14. He knew perfectly who he was and the direction he was going. Nothing and no one could divert him from the destiny, which was dictated by the father and by accepting him. I love this verse. Like I could tell, I've preached on this verse before. Yeah. (laughs) The whole, and this is, Jesus was talking about this. Can you tell me the um John 8 14 um he's washing the disciples feet yeah and this is why he can do such a degrading thing because it was like the lowest servant does this right this is the like dirty work this is the 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 sewage work you know like right like the dishwasher the the king of kings to be able to do that kind of work He's able to because he knows who he is. Yeah. He knows where he came from and he knows where he's going. Exactly. And so he can do whatever he's called to do. He can empty the trash. He With can, honor. I mean, yeah. It's so cool. I, I think there's I think there's something to be said about that. That sometimes we have to kind of realign ourselves with exactly that. Like I know whose I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing all these things because of that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I think that goes up to point one too, is remember who you are. Exactly. I think in, at the end of this, they're all full circle. They yeah. all just play in into each other. And that's, it's all your identity in Christ. Number one, first and foremost, knowing you're, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You are in him and that he is in you. I mean, I think that's a great memory verse, John 18, 14. I know where I come from and I know where I'm going. Yeah. And I mean, I think we could all put that in our pocket and lean on that. <laughs> Other people's opinions don't even matter. They don't. There it goes, plain into number two. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, fourth principle, navigate life with a team of friends. Oh. I know. Don't you love this one? I was like, oh, it's so true. So true. We need community. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we need community. And in this, he was reminding um, at the beginning of his public ministry, Jesus called those he wanted to accompany him. And all of them came to him, Mark 3, 13, those he wanted to accompany him. Like he wasn't alone yeah. in the midst of walking out the perfect will of God. Uh, he had a, and it wasn't just that he was teaching. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yes, he was they were teaching, his friends, but they were his friends Yeah, and they walked with him yeah. and they encouraged him and, and prayed with him. Yeah. And I, I think there's something powerful in that, that like, we have to walk with people, not on our own. We have right. to navigate and have the accountability. Yeah. You know? We we could just wander wherever we want by ourselves and it doesn't refine us or exemplify anything. I think like there's not even, not just accountability, but the support, like you share, we're supposed to share our burdens and like, um, recently going through some things and carrying some burdens. Like I finally just reached out and asked for some prayer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
call it a contact. Because so you're not supposed to navigate it alone. And it's have crazy how effective just reaching out to some girlfriends who are actually going to help carry the burden mm. in prayer. Yeah. And like, not that they're trying to fix it with all of the conversations or any of that, but just mm -hmm. helping to like, okay, Lord, um, I want to support my sister and what, how powerful that is. Yeah. Even just to be heard by somebody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then to have it just contended that people are contending with you in the spirit, Yeah, you know, there's something really, um, powerful about that. And it's also honoring to be asked to contend for somebody. Mm -hmm. I think that we, we forget to mention that. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, I'm, I'm honored when somebody comes to me and says like, I need you to pray mm -hmm. for me about this because you're, you're entrusting me to actually pray for you. Like you're entrusting me to go to the Lord and contend with the Lord for you on your behalf. And I, I think that we have to look at it that way also, that it is mm -hmm. an honor and a privilege to have family and friends come to you and say, like, I need help. I need prayer. Yeah. And support. Yeah. And, and, and I know it's hard as um, adults to find friends. So I do want to acknowledge that. And it, it is hard, but we need to do it. It's hard. It's, it's, it is. It's like hard. you have to be intentional in order to have a friendship. Like you have to make yeah, the coffee dates or the meal, like, or invite people over and yeah. actually intentionally mm -hmm. make it happen and invest the time and energy. And it's hard. It's hard. And then sometimes it doesn't really mesh and it doesn't really work out. And as you'd hoped, and then it's like, okay, well, that's oh, and remove expectations, right? Because sometimes there's friends for seasons and there's friends for a period of time and God brings somebody in for a period of time. And then it's like a wave and you have to be willing, I think, especially as adults to like, know that you could have seasonal friends or long friends. And you know how, when you're in elementary school and you think this is going to be my best friend for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like we are going to be friends forever. It's not always like that as no. adults. Well, and sometimes it is. And, and don't be afraid to put yourself out there too. Like I, I'm somebody that does it all the time, but I know that not everybody is like that to just say, Hey, you want to go grab a cup of coffee? And most people will say, Oh, sure. And then never follow through or do the date or whatever. But then there are some people that will, and those are the people, you know, that there's some potential to have a fun, good relationship with. Yeah. Can I tell you this funny moment that happened? Okay. Okay. So we were at this, uh, homesteading 4-H thing this last oh, weekend yeah. with my kids and it was super fun and I loved it. And the Lord joined us with this group and um all of a sudden I'm thinking if she is this ever woman ever comes in my life and like she listens to this podcast I'm gonna be so embarrassed but whatever uh do you know what I mean yeah um and so I think these things and I'm not gonna I'm being honest and truthful with okay, you this okay. is me in the daily keep going so there's this woman and she's super nice she's like in her 30s she's got three kids and her husband's there and like I was just hitting it off with her and hmm, my son's watching me laugh with her through this four-hour event and right at the end, he looks at me and, and her and he goes, you, you two would just be great friends. And I, I think my face turned about 50 sheets of red and I just laughed and I said, you're funny. And then she just smiled and it was this hashtag, very awkward moment. Because nobody wanted to ask for each other's phone number. Yeah. Because I was like, what do I do? My, my 13 year old son just was like, you would be great friends. But like, there was no follow up. I'm sometimes like the person that wants to be like, how about you? And you know, 
How yeah. about if you want to reach out to me, I will take your number. But if you don't, I, I, <laughs> you know, it was one of those weird moments. And I'm telling you, God will use anything to, to push you to be friends with people, even your 13 year old son to embarrass you. Well, did you? No, know? I didn't. No, I didn't. But I, but I've seen you in such certain situations, get people's phone number, like, like connect with people. Oh, I'm so social. That's why I'm bothered. That's why this is sticking with me and bothered because yeah. I'm like, why, why, so why was I so weird? Because I'm, I am a very social person hmm. and I, I don't know. I wanted to be an introvert really bad in that moment, <laughs> but I don't know what happened, but I just figure the Lord will encounter us again. Sure. That's my thought. Okay. So, Okay. Yeah, there's a funny story in the midst of a strong navigating. It's hard to be friends, make yeah. friends as adults. So, so there it is. There's that. But we need to get the phone number. <laughs> um, uh, fifth principle: focus on what is important. We focus. Re- That's been a word that God's been. Yes, Luke four forty two through forty three. People were looking for him, and when they got to where he was, they were trying to stop him from going away. But he said to them, I must also announce to other people the good news of the kingdom of God, because for this I was sent. Okay, wait. Expound. Okay. So focus on what is important. So here in, in Luke 4, 42, 4 through 43. Do you want me to read it again? No. Okay. I mean, unless you want to. People were looking for him and begging him to stay. But his eyes were so focused on what he was, what was important mm-hmm. that he understood and told him like, I have to go. I have to spread the word. I have to spread the yeah. gospel. Do you know what I mean? So I think sometimes we want to stay. We want to stay with our friends. We want to stay where we're comfortable. We want to do what, what other people especially want us to do. Yeah. But the reality is, is we have to do and, and be about our father's business in such a way that we're willing to keep pressing on. Yeah. Even if other people don't wish that we did. That can be hard. I, I know. But Jesus is such a good example of that. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, Jesus was also very clear on who he healed and who he didn't, right? Like mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. went into places and he did not heal. There were plenty of times he didn't heal people. Yeah. Um, and And it's just interesting that he knows, like, there's just specific things that he was called to do. And yeah, and yeah, I think even focus, focus on what's important and what your father is telling you to do. And that's hard to figure out what to focus on sometimes. It is, it is, it is. But we got to make the time to wrestle it out, right? Right. Yeah. Um, number six, take time to rest. Mm-hmm. And I was so appreciative that this was in this devotional because it's so real. Sometimes we think that Jesus never rested, but he lived life to the fullest and never took time to pause and took that he that he lived life to the fullest and never took time to pause. But look at this passage in Mark 631. Then Jesus said to them, let's let us go alone to a quiet place and rest for a while. He said it because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. And we've talked about this. It was right with leisure. Yes, we talked about it in leisure. Like it's important for us to pause and rest because in the midst of us doing the father's business, in the midst of storms, in the midst of suffering, like we get toiled and torn and we need to be able to pause and nourish. And do the life-giving things. Yes, it's important. So important. Mm. We need the nourishment of rest. Yeah. And to eat. Eat. You know, 
they paused, rested, and ate. They nourished themselves so they could have a clear mind, a clear guidance. Like Mm -hmm. they could understand, have you ever tried to be hungry and tired and then try to hear the Lord and actually do what the Lord's telling you Mm -hmm. to do? It's way harder. I'll tell you, it's, it can be a lot easier to hear them when you're, yeah, when you're resting and soaking up some sun with your feet in the sand, or if you're at the lake on a cloudy day, I'm sorry. She's coming up with what she's going to do so she can. <laughs> no, these are all the things, these what are things you do that do. I prioritize, honestly, yes. on almost the daily or the weekly to yes. get outside. Well, for me, it's nature. You know, if I can get outside or get into a space where, yeah, it's good and nourish, nourish yourself mm-hmm. so you can navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven, spend daily time with God. Mm-hmm. Right. I was just about to say that and every day in the morning that I, right. I need that time, like that rest with the Lord before I have to do all the things. <laughs> right. Because it's like today is sufficient. Do you know what my I mean? grace is sufficient? Yeah. Today. Mm-hmm. Like tomorrow's enough trouble. Like, and if we're not saying, okay, today, Lord, what would you have me do? Today, what would you have me do? How do we know? You know, if we're not sitting and um t- making the habit of sitting in his presence. And seeking him out and praying and bearing our heart and receiving, right? Sometimes we have to give in order to be able to receive how he wants us to go. We need to give our expectations, give our hurts, give our burdens, give our worries so that we can pick up his yoke, Mm. you know? And I think that's an important thing, um, not only to read his word, but also to just spend the time with him in exchange and in relationship so that we can press on through the day. Jesus was a perfect example of that. Yep. He showed us the exact habit of how to cut press on every single morning, go away with the Lord for his quiet time. And then went about the father's business the rest of the day. Yeah. So yeah, there's our seven. There's our seven uh, navigation tools, navigation tools. Very simple. Which came from the version app. Does it say yeah. who will post the author and possibly even a link? Yes. We'll put it in there. We'll you can read all about it. Tons of scripture in there. Yeah. It's good. It was a good one. All right. Well, happy navigating, friends. Yes. Put your hiking boots on. We got this. We can do this. Okay. Okay. Have a blessed day. Bye. Mark your calendar for the next live. We're stoked to chat with you real time about all of these things. It's at 1130 on the last Tuesday of every month. Uh, You could also find the last three lives that we did on our YouTube accounts, either at Buckets of Berries or at Mrs. Christine James. Be sure to like this video or podcast so it can reach more people. We we would love it if you shared it. Also, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Plus, make sure you're subscribed to keep up with all the goodness going on over here. Now, you can catch Jocelyn almost daily on the socials for buckets of great encouragement in little doses. Find her at Buckets of Berries, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. You could also get your copy of Christine's Bible study curriculum, Crown and Sword, with the link in the show notes. Now, it's so it's with so much gratitude that we pray that you will be filled with the knowledge of his will, bearing fruit, and being strengthened with endurance and joy. Godspeed, friend.